Okay, so a little different uh, today. Um, this conversation started from me starting to discuss stuff in a vlog, and then I stopped myself from exploring it because I was like, oh, this would be a good conversation to have, and I can't have it right now. Um, I was in the middle of walking the dog, and we were, like, on a trail, and it just, like, wasn't gonna... It wasn't gonna work out very well for a conversation. The thing is that when I, like, pause a conversation, and I lose my train of thought, and I don't, like, write down any notes or prompts, even if I did, it just wouldn't be the same. But it is a topic that I thought worthy of discussing, and it's such a big topic, I don't know why I haven't discussed it before, necessarily. Maybe because it's so big. But to narrow it down, I'm speaking on trust in the context of relationships, um, not necessarily relationships with living things, I guess, let's put it that way, relationships with animals more specifically, I guess you could argue that plants are living things, but I don't really have a lot of relationships with plants or ones that matter or affect me that much. Um, but yeah, so trust in relationships with animals. <laughs> Humans as well fit in that category. So this kind of, if you didn't see the vlog, this was towards the end of last week's vlog, um, when I was walking the dog out on a trail off leash, and I don't remember exactly what started it, but I know it had something to do with just walking the dog off leash on this trail, and just um, about how much joy she gives me. And to be clear, too, she's not even my dog. I just spent a lot of time with her. Uh, she's my girlfriend's dog, but she's a beautiful pup, and she's just got a, just a wonderful demeanor and just so happy and playful and just full of love and just, like, I don't know, to, to a point of a fault where, like, she's too submissive with other dogs that might not be playing the way she wants to play, like, might be too aggressive and she doesn't want to play with them anymore, but she doesn't growl at them even or snap at them or set boundaries. Anyway... Um, so she's just this, just this beautiful, beautiful dog. And, uh, <clears throat> I was thinking of just, like, trust, maybe this needs to be a different title. What is this? going to be trust, how love and trust for me somehow, it's not really about trust. I guess it's more about specifically how trust plays such an important role in love for me. Um, and I guess how that changes too, because another thing I guess I have to mention is that I don't really believe in unconditional love. It's really difficult. Um, I say that, but now that I'm thinking about it, I guess this is why we do this, right? So for a long time, I've maintained that I don't believe in unconditional love with relationships, but I've always been thinking about human relationships, right? And I've never really thought about my relationship to an infant because I didn't really have any or plan to have any. And, but I also think that an infant, maybe you can have unconditional love for that infant, but that infant grows to be a child and then an adult and whatever, right? And I believe that at a certain point, because the, the relationships that I choose to have generally um, are not with infants. So... I, I was just thinking, like, oh, even if I had a child at a certain point, that child would be of a certain age, and it would be really difficult for me to say that I had unconditional love no matter what. Yet that child would be of an age where they could make choices 
And some of the choices they might make may be very malicious and harmful to myself and others or toxic and just, like, not cool. And I think that you can lose love just the same way you could with a friendship or with family members, right? Um, and some people don't believe that. Some people believe, like, no, you don't lose, lose – you always love your family, but you just – maybe you don't associate with them anymore or whatever else. It's kind of like that thing about forgiveness. It's like you can forgive somebody and choose – to not let them harm you anymore or not let them abuse your trust, right? But anyway, um, that that does relate. But again, this is really more about trust and love, um, how trust is a factor for my love. This got brought up because, again, I was just saying, I was thinking to myself and talking in the vlog about how much I love this dog. And I was thinking about trust and how that plays such an important role in my love, loving relationships, relationships where love is a thing, because generally those relationships are with humans, and I think that I trust another person to not harm me, I trust that they will have that same love for me, and, and what that means, and then I've got to define what love is in a way, but not really, but it's like I trust that they would respect me, the golden rule kind of stuff, right? Like, I trust that they will respect me and treat me the way that they'd want to be treated and that that is a positive and loving, healthy relationship that they would want, then that's what I want, and that, um, again, I just have this trust that they will not be malicious to me. I know that they will hurt me just like I will hurt them over time. Relationships are complex with a lot of nuance and things happen and we make mistakes. So, it's not that I don't trust they will never hurt me. I, no, I trust that they have the best intentions. I trust that they respect me enough that when that relationship gets to a place where maybe they don't want to be in it anymore, that they communicate that to me without unnecessarily hurting me. Um, and those are those things that I'm thinking about with trust and love, and like how I can allow myself to love someone and let them know that, and allow myself to be loved by them. And putting myself in that vulnerable position is just a lot of trust. And a lot of trust is really blind faith, I feel. I'm going to get back to that point. But the thing is that when I was thinking about, oh, I love this dog, right? Like, my relationship with this dog is not, or any dog, <laughs> like, it's not based on trust in that same way. Because I already, the nature of this animal is that, at least with her specifically, and a lot of animals I believe, don't have an intention to harm me, they don't have enough complexity and nuance, they're basically responding to stimuli in their environment a lot of the time. Not the same way that a plant does, but like a little more complex than that. I believe there's a certain amount of consciousness and awareness that they have that is more than a plant or an insect or some other types of organisms and, and um, animals, living things, but the innocence that, that she has, the innocence that a lot of, I believe, animals have, is what allows me to trust automatically that this creature does not intend to harm me out of any type of sinister, evil, malicious behavior. 
that sometimes they're responding to stimuli or they're scared and there's a there's a reaction there's a I can't seem to reach for that word that I'm looking for that's so obvious um, instinct there's an instinct that they have and it overrides a lot of what what would possibly be any conscious awareness and thought like I said I think a lot of their nature is reacting to stimuli and there's a lot of evolutionary traits and, and other things whereas I believe the consciousness that humans have is at this other level that we can and are capable generally of slowing down and not just reacting to stimuli we've also created a lot of the stimuli that we have um, but that we can make conscious effort and like thought and choices that is not simply this thing happened so automatically my instinct is to do this thing like that we can slow down and, and make choices um, and that we nurture ourselves sometimes too because it's not just about our nature right that we nurture ourselves with patterns of thinking patterns of behavior and acting that can change our thinking and vice versa um, anyway so this animal, I just firmly believe and trust that it just has no ill intent towards me and would never do anything to harm me, but much the opposite. And that makes it very easy to love her. Whereas it is not as easy to love humans, for me, because I have issues with trust. Because I have a general, I think, mistrust. Um, when it, The more vulnerable position I put myself in the more I am wary to trust the individual that I am giving my love to and allowing to love me back. But within a short amount of time, I can really come to love and bond with an animal like a dog. I don't think I just love a dog like the... I love dogs. Yes, I do love dogs, but I mean like... The second I see a dog at the dog park or someone want, lets me pet their dog and it's their dog and I don't get to spend a lot of time with them, I don't form a bond, but I automatically want to give and receive affection with this, this animal because I trust, generally, in the first few seconds of their behavior, I can trust, again, there's a, an amount of innocence there, right? And you would translate that innocence to, like, tiny humans and infants and whatever else, right? But I don't think that... I think that's not as much of a give-and-take relationship for me with, like, an infant or a child that is young enough that the innocence is still there. I don't get a lot of out of that relationship a lot of times. Whereas I can get a lot out of a relationship with a dog. It's obviously very different than I get out of a human relationship with friends or a partner or family or, or whatever, right? Um, but there's just a certain amount of give-and-take that's different and they still maintain that innocence. Whereas even a child at a certain point, basically at the point where I believe some of that innocence begins to shed, that's when I can... When I say the innocence begins to shed, I mean that in maturity, there's a certain amount of awareness and there's a certain amount of, of consciousness where they're understanding the world and themselves more and human nature develops and then nurture also develops 
and that they might make choices based on selfish wants and desires and needs. And there's a difficulty in trying to navigate that at a young age. And depending on how your nature is and your nurturing is, then you might be able to, to have a healthy relationship with your own wants and needs and desires that don't impede on other people's rights and um, doesn't take advantage of other people in a malicious way. But that, that, that starts to happen at this age... And I guess at that age where that starts to happen, I can begin to have a small bond with a small human um, because some of that give and take might start to happen then. I'm going too far off the rails. I really, bringing this back to the thing about blind faith, leap of faith, just like, that. I, I, I just, I feel like that's all that really trust is at the end of the day. Like, you have indicators to make you want to trust someone or not trust someone or to give them a little bit more of yourself and trust them with a little more of you bit by bit by bit. And over time, their lack of abuse would make you trust more. However, I've mentioned that humans are fallible. Also, my, like, powers of identification of deception aren't perfect and I have been led down a path that that I shouldn't have before I have been um, lied to I have believed those lies I have had people misrepresent themselves and that's just part of relationships unfortunately as well is that that is something that happens and so when giving someone an opportunity to love you and when you are forming a relationship where you want to love them or you do love them and that vulnerability opens up I just feel like there's a point where like I've been here before and I've been fooled before but I can't go into this with that in the back of my mind but for me it always is in the back of my mind but I have to consciously logic myself out of it and tell myself this and that this is that it's just a leap of faith. It's just something that you have to just believe in on a daily basis and hope that the payoff continues and that you aren't being involved in like the long con and trusting your own instincts, right? And, and for me, it's just a difficult thing. It's just a difficult thing that sometimes is really rough to like get through to trust someone day to day and to wrestle with my own struggles with, with trust. Um, but this all sparked because of a dog. <laughs> this all sparked because of a beautiful little puppy named Ren, who's seven months old and wonderful. Uh, but yeah, I was just thinking about that relationship and again, and how trust plays into love for me and how, how can I love someone that I can't trust, right? And how um, that's just such a backbone of even friendships. Like friendships, romantic relationships, familial relationships. If you can't trust that person, how, how can you love them? I know that some people can do that. I feel like I can't. 